0: Hello! Thanks for listening in to MK Rocks with Rob Taylor. If it's your first time, here's what to do. Tell everybody you've ever crossed paths with, be they actual, virtual, or electronic. Tell everybody. If you're a returning listener, hey, definitely love you even more. If you want to drop me a line, please go to the Facebook page, MK Rocks with Rob Taylor. Don't forget to like it, the more the merrier. Or email me, rob at robsemail.co.uk. Yep, it's that simple. Rob at robsemail.co.uk The more people we can get listening, the more chance I've got of getting people like today's esteemed guest, Chris Mansbridge, from the lovable pop combo Heart of a Coward, to come on and talk with me. Even though Chris is only about 18, he's been around the block with loads of great stuff to tell us about. I'll start this week's show off with a track which has absolutely nothing to do with anything else on tonight's show, apart from the fact I like it. In fact, I think it's blooming poptastic. This is Canadian punk band White Lung with Narcoleptic. track now. One thing Chris and I chat about is his past in Milton Keynes most fabled band, Fell Silent. One of the guitarists was John Brown with an E who currently treads the boards all over the world with the much-loved Monuments. Next week's show, I'm joined by Paul Hinton from local band Infinite Wisdom, who have just released their latest album, The Blue Room. This is a radio edit of the single Autopilot from the album. Why am I playing this right now? So that all of you who are listening to hear what Chris has to say think, hmm, I might just tune in next week. Hmm. It's going to be a very prog poppy type show. Prog in that it's interesting and somewhat complex, and pop in that it doesn't have 15 minute tambourine solos Exactly bridge drummer from heart of a coward this is what he had to say hi chris thank you very much for joining with me today and thank you very much for having a chat how are you guys enjoying lockdown
1: as a band not very well like at the moment some of us are unemployed some of us are struggling financially um it's it's some of us are really feeling the stress others it's it's uh it's a bit easier going but as a band in lockdown it's feels very weird it's like having it's like missing a limb not playing shows and not being on the road is very very weird and uh, it starts to play on you mentally after yes. a while
0: are you being creative as a band are you coming up with new material
1: yeah i mean there's talk of it at the moment we've done a, a couple of lockdown recordings so we've recorded some old polder tracks just in lockdown just for something to do um and just some content online while we're being inactive but as for new stuff we're kind of grumbling and about album five there's discussions going on but the spark hasn't come yet it will will, uh, hopefully come once we've got a bit more inspiration or something will set it off it's happened every album we've done there's been a little spark whether it be a riff or a, a, a first song starts getting written and then the ball starts rolling from there but at the moment it's all talk at this stage yeah
0: What's the writing process within your band? Is it that somebody comes up with a riff? Is it that you just jam around as a band? How do you write songs? How do you come up?
1: It all starts, it's very guitar-based to begin with. Everything will start with a riff. Um, The riff will bounce between Carl and Steve for a little while. And then we'll start to all creatively put our own little bits of the puzzle in. So every song's just slightly, slightly different process per song. But we end up with an instrumental track and then the vocals will come after that, um, will be the final part of it. And we might even break that song to bits again and rebuild it maybe more than twice. So it's quite collaborative in a way. We, we do share the writing, in our, what we do, what we can to input on, on the tracks
0: sorry to sort of be very negative but i guess you guys would have been playing a lot of festivals this summer
1: yeah we, our whole diary was completely wiped by covid19 we really look forward to festival season every year because we're out in the van in different countries across europe as well as the uk playing festivals um you know drinking having a good time it's it's a party uh, it's it's great and we've slowly each each one of these festivals we're booked for over the summer has just been cancelled off um, we've got nothing nothing at all now so it's very sad it's very sad
0: I understand where you're coming from because I'm a festival goer one thing I wanted to ask you was that Festivals in Europe and the rest of the world, do they differ much from festivals in the UK?
1: Yeah, we need to learn from our European friends how to put a festival on. That's, that's, that's all I'm going to say. I, I, yeah, some of their festivals really put ours to shame. They do it bigger and better. And a problem you're encounter at a UK festival isn't normally a problem at a European festival. I, I kind of, to be honest, prefer festivals elsewhere.
0: <laughs> Where's your favourite?
1: There's so many. I mean, like... We play some really cool German festivals. The Germans are very, very efficient, as we know, and their festivals are very efficient as well. They, they tend to build the sites better. They've got to, they think about the lineup. The hospitality is always amazing. So, like, with Full Force Festival in Germany, that's one that's just come into my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm really bad at remembering. They all blur into one after <laughs> a while. But with Full Force Festival, Germany is a great one. We played recently in Slovenia a, a festival called Metal Days, anyone that likes metal music it's the number one festival to go to in the world Mm. and that is not a statement i will make lightly it's incredible so check out metal days festival for any for any metalists i know they do a pop punk one as well um, but yeah, it's incredible. Um, festival in Slovenia, Metal Days. That's probably the, one of my favourites.
0: Do the audiences differ much? You know, do, they, do you have an audience that you prefer playing to?
1: No, I mean, as long as they're up for it, I don't really know, you know, I don't really care where we are, as long as they're up for it. If they're going to stand there with their arms crossed, they're going to get a ticking off. So our, our craziest crowd has to be Russia. where we've been to Russia, that's been the absolute bomb, like it's, it's absolutely mental, they're the most die-hard <laughs> Heart of a Coward fans we've ever encountered. That's
0: absolutely fabulous. Let's put on a track that you recorded recently, tell me what it is and tell me all about it.
1: We have re-recorded a live in lockdown version of We Stand As One which is off of our debut album um, from 2012. We kind of decided to do this one in light of all the current events with the, the Black Lives Matter and, and things like that, so the, the point that we wanted to put across, that, you know, it, it's 2020 and there's no room for bigotry in society and um, we've been seeing a lot of negative stuff. So we wanted to put this one out as a message. You know, we stand as one if we concentrate a bit more on things that uh, unite us rather than the things that divide us. I think we would all be in a much happier place. So it's pretty much all about that.
0: That's very fair. Just before I put this on, at about three and a half minutes, it sounds like your singer's is going to explode. The scream is brilliant.
1: He might have been about to explode, who knows?
2: God, take everything from this night, little ones that will never die, nothing's close up to our life. Little ones that sacrifice everything from this one life, we will never fall apart, Why love this
0: place
1: I actually started off wanting to play the keyboard when I was about 10 Um, my parents bought me a keyboard and I had some lessons but I didn't I didn't really take to it very well. That was pretty short-lived. I found that the keyboard that like I had, this Yamaha keyboard, had uh, like a drum setting on it so you could actually play the drums on the, on the keys. And I kind of started figuring out how to play drums on the keyboard, which is a weird way to start, really. And at the time, I'd really started to listen to, I'd, I'd kind of come out of my dance music phase in the 90s and started to listen to a bit more rock music. And Oasis were huge at the time. It was the Britpop era. Blur, Oasis. My friend had given me a Iron Maiden live at Nebworth cassette which I played quite a lot so that was probably my first heavy band like I kind of if you want to call it heavy <laughs> compared to Heart of a Coward it's not heavy but it's that's kind of where I started and I, I, I really started to, to hear the music and hear the rhythm and I, the drums just spoke to me more than anything else so mm-hmm. my parents bought me a first drum kit it sounds weird but I could just play I sat down and I could play a rhythm I started to I just understood the mechanics of it all so I, I kind of started doing I had a little uh, band with my friend that played keyboard and we started playing on school assemblies and summer fates and stuff like that my first gig was probably a summer fate somewhere in Milton Keynes um and then joined the school orchestra this was in a uh, year six slash year seven so in 99 I moved to what was it 98 98 I think it was I <laughs> went into second school and your kind of life takes a turn when you move schools like that and you're in a whole new environment. So I was looking for people to play with at school and the music teacher told me that a couple of guys were looking for a drummer. So I went after school on a Friday, brought my sticks and we had a jam and one of the guys turned out to be Nima, who I later formed Fell Silent with. So yeah, we were called Temperamental and we, and we were just jamming, you know, uh, Offspring Nirvana Green Day covers after school, and then we quickly got a set of our own material together and started playing gigs, that was when I was about 13 I was playing The Pits, Zach's Madcap Theatre when that was a thing, I don't know if you remember that, yeah, yeah. yeah all of these things still existed, yeah, we branched out to gigs, you know, like neighbouring towns, Northampton, Bedford and stuff like that. And then from the ashes of Temperamental, we moved into Fell Silent. I think that was maybe 2002. It's all very foggy, but yeah, about 2002, that is when Fell Silent kicked off.
0: Well, Fell Uh, Silent, I've got a mythical historical wonderment in Milton Keynes because just yesterday a guitarist well it was actually a picture of John Brown and it was on a carnival site and it was saying the guitarist's got a, a carnival t-shirt on and I thought hold on a second you know John Brown yourself carney was Milton Keynes the birthplace of gent
1: uh, supposedly <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's fu- yeah it's quite um it's funny i get asked about that album all the time and it's it's obviously a big inspiration in some people's musical whatever you want to call it you know that they say you know that kind of bent a few people's ears back in the day and started a little something in within the UK anyway but you know we were just we were just kids we were we were getting drunk together then we would write some riffs in Ackles bedroom and Brown would be there and we would start piecing songs together and then my granddad gave us 800 quid and and we went and bought this old yellow minibus and we started just driving around the country 50 quid we'd go and play a venue I think a lot a lot of people we were playing in front of hadn't heard that sound before that clean tone from the guitars the the syncopated drums over this chuggy rhythms and the mixture of sort of harsh and clean vocals. They hadn't really heard it in this format before. So it's quite cool to think that that album, Birthplace, could well be Milton Keynes. It's, it's quite cool.
0: How long ago was that album?
1: That was released in 2008.
0: Right. It still sounds fresh.
1: Yeah, it's, it's uh, it sounds fresh, I guess. Yeah, it's uh, we all listen back to it now and we cringe. There's so much that we, you know, but it is what it is. It's the way it was captured. (laughs) But yeah, 2008, so it recently had its 10-year anniversary, which has kind of made me feel kind of old.
0: (laughs) Well, let's listen to a track from it. What track shall we put on?
1: It's it's a tough choice. This one gets mentioned a lot, so we're going to play Age of Deception.
2: Bye! Bye.
0: What do you do outside Harbour Coward?
1: You've got another life, haven't you? Yes, uh, I'm I'm director of my own music school based in Bletchley, Milton Keynes, so uh, myself and Kev Hickman. We co-run a music school, we teach a range of instruments. We started off as a little shed with some drum kits in it and now we've got a couple of buildings with uh, all teaching studios. We are training the next generation of young musicians.
0: I think Milton Keynes is going to be quite noisy, thanks to <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, I love to teach, as well as being a working musician, you know, I'm out playing gigs, weddings, whatever it is, I might be in a pub or whatever playing gig, but I love to teach. So that is the thing that takes up most of my time, really, just passing the knowledge on and just keeping things running. You've um, stood
0: in for some other bands in the past, haven't you, as well?
1: And Shikari, mm. yeah. How Uh, Yeah, that was probably a career highlight, to be honest, Um, doing American tours with those, the drummer Rob Rolf had some visa issues, um, and America are quite strict, so once you get a a red mark on your visa, it takes you a long time to get it back, so for a good year and a half, nearly two, I was flying back and forth um, from America with those guys doing their, um, they were on an album cycle, so I've done three tours of America with the three and a half. I think we did a South by Southwest festival with them as well, which was amazing. So yeah, I was very lucky. I, I'd known the guys from Fell Silent Days. We toured together when we were both go out 70 quid and play a show, which is crazy now. So I kept some contact, and they asked me to do it. And of course I said, yeah, so that was an amazing experience to do that.
0: And Shikari used to play at the pits quite a lot, didn't they as well?
1: They did. Yeah. They're only in St. Albans, So yeah, they, they've done a few cool little shows around the area and then pits ones are quite memorable actually
0: they're legendary as well i went to see Enshikari a couple of times last year i saw them at reading and they have really come on as a band
1: yeah they're going to go down in history books you know the way they've innovated punk metal and dance music in you know and, and they they continue to innovate every album um, they're definitely they've made a mark in history definitely with what they're doing so
0: I personally think that they will be remembered as fondly as somebody like Pink Floyd because they're so innovative.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Let's play one more track from Heart of a Coward. What should we play and why?
1: Let's play Claps from our last album, The Disconnect. Lyrically, it's really summing up what's happening right now on planet Earth, very relevant. Let's play that one.
0: Well, thanks very much, Chris. Thanks for having a chat with me. I wish you all the best and hopefully, we'll see you at a festival sooner rather than later.
1: Fingers crossed. Thanks for having me.
0: Have trouble spelling rhythm, R-H-Y-T-H-M, so Rhythm Room is www.rhythmroom.co.uk, not rhythmroom.com, which takes you to the truck stop in Arizona, really. R-H-Y-T-H-M room.co.uk. We haven't stopped there with our fell silent loving. The other guitarist was Echo Carney, whose band Tesseract, with a capital T at both ends, he not just plays the guitar for, he produces, mixes and masters. And believe me, they're massive disciplines on their own. Talent with a capital T, both ends. This week's winner of the Dennis Waterman Being Award. i chatted about Enter Shikari earlier and I've got to admit they're one of my favorite pop groups in the whole wide world so this gives me a nice excuse to play one of their tunes
2: I'm thinking that it's a sign And I do not think we're invincible And I hope that we've still got time Because I do not think we're invincible The idea of community Will be something displayed at a museum
0: Thanks for listening in. Please come back to MK Rocks with Rob Taylor next week for my chat with Paul Hinton from Infinite Wisdom. It's an altogether more proggy show. Okay, prog pop. Please check out my other show, New Releases with Rob Taylor. It has a lot in common with this show. Well, me and music. It's all kind of new releases since the last show, before the next show. A kind of time capsule. Please check it out. New Releases with Rob Taylor. Simples. I've got to go now before I bore you. Absolutely senseless. Oh, don't forget to like the Facebook page. Hopefully, I'll speak to you next week, if not before. Love you. Bye. Welcome to the land of the strange.
3: Guarding her from Eden's dark snakes. Crystal animals watch over you. Christmas carnival, so colorful. Secret rocks from Vaseline and Dorset. Hiding cities of things sex and loving choose woven by the beat of a grandfather clock